Elon Musk has issued a massive warning. At the end of the video, we'll tell you how we're playing this. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. This episode of the Bean Pod is sponsored by KyberSwap. KyberSwap is a DEX and DEX aggregator, which is built to facilitate all your DeFi needs in one single platform. Fast, cheap, and safe. User experience is KyberSwap's sole focus to make everyone's life better in DeFi. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka the Jolly Green Investor. And this is Josh, the Nifty Investor. Today, we're going to be talking about a massive warning that Elon Musk has been giving. And then throughout the episode, we'll tell you how we're playing it. Okay, so Elon Musk says that he's losing billions of dollars mm. over this one thing that is needed for his car company. Right. And it could also be a solution to climate change. It's, it's, it's almost like he's, he's been slowly dropping these hints over the past year or two about things that the world needs to do, things that Tesla needs, and things that all green energy and electric vehicle companies, they need these certain things in order to move forward and move the world in a net zero direction. However, people really haven't been paying attention, and I think by uncovering some of these secrets, we could potentially make some, some stock plays that could, you know, give your portfolio a boost. Absolutely. So we're talking about electric vehicles and the components necessary to allow the manufacturing and operation of these electric vehicles because this is a really important issue uh, from a climate change perspective specifically. And, you know, oil and gas has been said to been one of the leading causes of climate change, CO2 emissions, etc. So if we can move the masses into EVs, then we should see a reduction in CO2 emissions because there's obviously these targets to reach, you know, 1.5 degrees Celsius by 2050, et cetera. Um, transport accounts for one third of all climate emissions. Right. So that's globally as well. So this is a really big deal. So we kind of want, I mean, some people want, because there could be some controversy there, want to see these EVs hit the road. So... What components are necessary for this to happen? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I think everyone knows that people are slowly moving to electric vehicles. Even when you drive on the road, you see, you know, more and more Teslas and, and more and more, you know, there's the, the Hyundai, the Kia, Ford. Everyone's bringing out hybrids and now it's full electric vehicles. But the, the, some of the stats and the projections. So EVs are projected to account for 35% of all new vehicle sales globally within 20 years. And about 2 billion electric vehicles are needed on the road by 2050 for the world to hit net zero. And then you look at what governments are doing. The U.S. has pledged nearly a trillion dollars towards the green energy shift. Um, governments all around the EU are pledging. Even China is leading the way in terms of saying, look, we need to get off of fossil fuels and change to green energy. So we're looking at the three components, as you said to make electric vehicle batteries. And this is not only just for electric vehicles. This is for batteries for, for green energy as a whole, right? Mm. So we need lithium, nickel, and copper. Those are the three main ingredients that we've found that potentially this links in with, with Elon Musk's warnings, right? So what has he been saying about these ingredients that's perked our interest? So <clears throat> sounds like there's, there's a shortage. Uh, I know in 2017, I was, do, I was doing some research, and in 2017... Because of the nickel prices, 
at the time. So there's a few areas of the world that are more established and more uh, well known for being able to obtain, you know, nickel deposits. And so in 2017, the Philippines had to shut down 17 locations, uh, mining locations. Right. Australia had to shut down a, a number of locations. So when you get a, a bit of a pinch, right, and you have, I know he, he, Elon has kind of like been the driver of electric vehicles, but now that you have Tesla trying to ramp up production, but now you have Ford ramping up production and you have all these other General Motors, you know, they're all trying to ramp up production to, to meet these needs. Now there's with previous mines shutting down, there's a pinch, right? So how are you supposed to obtain the necessary materials to make this this goal happen? It's it's tricky. And, you know, I think it's good that we can start with nickel. I think that's a main one. Um, you know, us being Canadian, it kind of hits home for us because Canada is lucky enough to have some large nickel deposits and we'll we'll kind of tie into one of the companies we like a little bit later in the episode. But when you talk about nickel for EV batteries, it's not just any nickel that can be put into EV batteries. It has to be very, very high grade nickel. So you need to find these specific deposits that not only have very high quality nickel, but what we're looking for moving forward is companies that can extract the nickel at as much of a carbon neutral or net zero process as possible. You know, it's kind of funny. I make a lot of videos about mining stocks, specifically about green energy, you know, nickel, um, copper, all this lithium. And the comments, there's always arguments in the comments because yes, to mine these minerals on the face value of it, it's like, well, you're ripping up the earth. You're mining these things, but that's not, that's not environmentally friendly. But with new technology and looking forward, it is still more environmentally friendly than relying on oil and gas. So it's always tricky, but there's always people that come out the woodwork and say, oh, well, ripping up the earth to dig up nickel and lithium. Well, that's not good for the environment. Mm. Well, well, we'll just all walk to work then. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think everybody's just so damn short-sighted. Yeah. You know, it's, um, we've, the scientists have been sounding the alarm on climate change for decades. Yep. And we're the we're a species that tends to not do anything until it's too late. Um, so yes, although there are some environmental damages that are incurred through digging up for nickel, lithium, et cetera, that also occurs with oil and gas as well. Yep. You're doing you're like you're still doing an extraction and it's sure. still causing harm to the planet, uh, ripping down forests, different ecosystems, et cetera. But the difference is, is that once the cars are electric, they're not emi emitting any emissions, whereas the fossil fuels continue to. Yep. So why not just go through the short term pain now so that you can further help the planet f in the future? For sure. And, you know, another country that has a lot of nickel, which is um, contributing to the shortage, is Russia. Right. So Russia has a massive, uh, the price of nickel pumped 90% when Russia invaded Ukraine because the world knew that the supply of, of nickel, like a lot of the other things that Russia had, was going to be restricted. There's embargoes going in, all that kind of stuff. Um, and as I mentioned, it, uh, nickel, in order for it to be used in lithium-ion batteries, which electric vehicles, it needs to be 99.8% pure. So the world is in need of finding another very large and very high-quality nickel provider. And that, I think, is the company that we like. Right, absolutely. So we like this company so much because... <clears throat> Sulfur dioxide is the major, um, this is one of the major, what's the word I'm looking for, byproducts of mining for nickel. Right. Emissions? Like emissions, yeah. yeah. So one 
one mining facility alone can emit 350,000 tons of this sulfur dioxide. So we're looking at a company that is actually, it sounds really cool. They're, they're doing net zero nickel generation. That's like Canada that. Nickel Company. Yeah. So, you know, as I said before, uh, Josh and I were Canadians. So, you know, I've been to, I've been to Sudbury where the Canada nickel, you know, the, the base of Canada nickel is, it's the big nickel, they call it, you know, there's actually, there's like a physical, you know, like when you drive on a highway, there's like a big orange on the side, they have like a big, a big nickel. (laughs) Um, so yeah, Canada nickel, it's one of the world's largest nickel miners outside of Russia. Uh, they have a massive deposit of high quality nickel in Canada, in Ontario. And as you said, they have this net zero new technology, new extraction, and they have tons of tailwinds coming from governments, both domestic and Canada. And they're signing deals with, you know, auto manufacturers from around the world because everyone wants their nickel. So, and I mean, if you look at the chart, it's looking at a, you know, it's, it's a lot lower than it was, even though we've seen, you know, we talked about at the start of the episode, Elon Musk is issuing the warnings. He has public, publicly come out and said, there's not enough nickel for Tesla to do this, this, and this. And here's the crazy part about Canada and nickel. Someone wrote an article about their solution and posted it on Twitter and tagged Elon Musk saying, this Canadian nickel company has the solution to your shortage. And he, you know, liked and commented, says, sounds great. Mm. So they're on his radar. He's definitely looking into I it. I like that. <laughs> so I think with these guys, they're doing lab, correct me if I'm wrong, but they're doing lab scale tests only at the moment. Are they actually using this technology yet in their mining processes? The, no, the, the net zero is still, is still very new. Okay, yeah. so, and that's... I just wanted to ensure because I know we're both doing research on this. So what I've been, what I was able to find is that <clears throat> they're able to because these are only lab scale tests. You have to imagine the catalyst that occurs for a stock like this once it's announced that yes, this is what we're doing, and it's a, it's incredible what they're able to do. So the process of turning nickel m- mining the nickel the they're able to do things eight to 12 times faster than current passive approaches. And, and that's what the current industry is using, like the, the old traditional methods. What would end up happening is I believe that all the other mining facilities would have to start adopting what Canada Nickel is doing. Yeah. So th- they're in a position to potentially lead the industry forward. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Canada Nickel, uh, it's not on the New York Stock Exchange. It's a penny stock. So it trades on, you know, the, the Canadian Stock Exchange or the OTC markets. Um, I think it's it's CNC on the Canadian exchanges and CNICF, C-N-I-K-F on the American OTC. Here's why I was able to find okay. In their latest testing, we were able to triple the amount of carbon captured in 24 hours versus our prior test work. Right. And this is 8 to 12 times faster than the current competition. I like so it. With <clears throat> this is really important because so the global warming potential, there's a study done in 2009, uh, global warming potential of mining nickel out of all the 63 different metals that are mined, it's the eighth worst for the environment. Right. Nickel is one of the worst to mine. So if you can have a company that can change the way it's done for an industry that's in need and you have the entire globe working towards these goals, this ticks all the boxes. I like it. Canada Nickel is definitely the nickel company that I'm looking for to help Elon Musk's warning out for, for nickel shortage around the world, not just for Tesla, but for electric vehicles, green energy, clean energy batteries. I'm looking at Canada nickel. Yeah. So <clears throat> there's another ingredient you mentioned that is necessary for uh, producing these EVs. Yep. 
you're the Jolly Green investor. You know this stuff the best. For sure. So uh, <laughs> it's one that I've made a lot of videos about on TikTok and Instagram. It's lithium. Right. Um, so this is another big one. Uh, as we know, you know, they're lithium-ion batteries. Lithium-ion batteries are not only used in electric vehicles, they're used in everything. You know, phones, uh, energy storage. Lithium is, you know... Now, lithium itself isn't rare. There's a lot of it on Earth. But again, you need the higher quality lithium. It needs to be put into the supply chain to get it. So when Elon Musk, who has publicly warned of lithium shortages, this is another common comment I get on my lithium videos, people will say lithium isn't rare. It's everywhere. Well, he's, he's not. people aren't talking about shortage of the mineral on Earth. They're talking about shortage of it in the supply chain ready to be used in electric vehicles or batteries, right? It has to be mined properly, processed, shipped, used. So it's not that the lithium isn't available on Earth. It's that we need the companies to actually get it. But that's where the investment opportunity comes in because you need to throw lots and lots of money at these mining companies to get these mines set up, to get them processed into the facilities, shipped to the countries that are building the cars and all this kind of stuff. So I just wanted to clear that part of it up. Okay. Um, but at the, at the face of it, <clears throat> lithium demand is expected to rise 10x over the next decade. Mm. There's opportunity here. Well, it's needed for everything. He's also rolling out a bunch of robots too, right? Right. I'm sure he's going to need some of these components for the robots. And the, the, the Neuralink? The Neuralink the as well. Test? Yeah, the yeah. monkey. There's got to be lithium in there too. Monkey wants Man. snacks. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, so yeah, lithium-ion batteries are used for 90% of grid energy storage around the world. So it's also big in wind energy, solar energy, which we always talk about. So, you know, when you talk about green energy, lithium is one of the key ingredients. Right, yeah. So there's a company we're looking at uh, I know the revenues up 150% year over year. Their net income's up 330% year over year. The net profit margins up 200% year over year. So they're also planning to increase their lithium production by 20% annually all the way through to 2025. Albermarle. Yeah. Albermarle. That's, that's, that's a... It's a bit of a ma mar marble mar note. <laughs> um, man, so, some of their... Uh, their um, Earnings from last year to this year are actually crazy. Last year, Q3 2021, <laughs> they were losing $392 million on net income. This year, profit, $897 million. So they flipped negative to positive. By a lot, too. By like a billion, over yeah. a billion. Yeah. Uh, adjusted net income up 617%. Same with earnings per share. It's crazy. And it's all because of now people are catching on to... They, people need lithium. The prices of all these things are going up because of the supply shortages. So their chart has been on a bit of a rip, for sure. Uh, Albemarle and all of these lithium companies, the big ones that are on the New York Stock Exchange. Mm. But I still think that there's years of tailwind behind these things because of all the reasons we just discussed. Well, 95% of the lithium mined is going to go into EV batteries by 2030. 95% yeah. of all lithium is going into EV batteries, let alone all the other components that lithium is required for. Yeah. So when you have increased production and a possible lithium sh shortage, there's a lot of supply demand uh, right there. So yeah, it's, it's again, it, it's easy for us to overlook the trends that are happening in the world because they seem to be happening slowly. But when you zoom out and see governments are uh, providing tax incentives for electric vehicles. So, you know, moving forward when, uh, you know, families are faced with a choice, do we buy a gas guzzling car or do we buy an electric vehicle car if the government's going to give us $5,000 off tax if we buy the EV slowly but surely people are going to keep buying them and as the infrastructure improves in terms of charging stations because right now it's, it's not quite there yet especially when you know we live in a big country like Canada 
in Europe, you know, you're driving small areas. It's probably a little easier. But, you know, in North America, big distances between cities and towns. So you really need the infrastructure. But it's happening. It's happening. So now is the time to, I think, look at some of these opportunities, lithium, nickel. And then there's the one other ingredient that we're looking at as well. That's copper. Yeah. So this next company, um, you know, they were formulated in 1952. They've been around for a while. I think they, I believe they primarily operate out of Mexico and Peru. Um, so cheap labor could factor in here right. a little bit. So there's definitely some tailwinds. Um, <clears throat> the three major ones, that first one we actually discussed, and that's the fact that the world is trying to discourage the purchase of metals from Russia. Uh, I think they'll probably follow through with that. So if that occurs, then there's going to be even more demand being placed on these companies, especially because they didn't really meet their targets from, uh, you know, they have like the earnings estimates and all these things. Yep. I think that'll change. I like when a company misses and then, but there is a, a tailwind. For example, like Netflix has been ripping as of late and that's because after COVID, people started to go outside and everything. But now that interest rates and inflation so high, people are like, oh, well, I guess I'll stay inside and not spend my money. Yeah. So it's kind of good to look for companies like that. You also have the fact that um, China is currently like in this COVID uh, lockdown situation that's, again, yeah, crazy. which is really weird. Yeah. But if those tensions begin to ease, then the demand and the manufacturing that occurs in China would also pick up, putting more demand for copper as well. Right. So I, I like copper. Um, as ev- everyone may know, copper is, is quite well used in a lot of things. Copper is used in, in traditional vehicles, you know, gas-powered vehicles. Copper is used in oil and gas power for houses and, and buildings and everything. But here's the thing about copper. An electric vehicle requires 2.5 times more copper than a traditional gas-powered vehicle. And solar and wind power need two and five times, respectively, more co- more copper in their processing and um, generation facilities than power generated using coal. So people will, will, you know, they may say, well, we're already using copper. Why would the price go up? We're already using it now, but when we move towards mm. these new renewable energies, we're going to be using five, ten times more amount of copper around the world as people slowly get into these things. Right. And here's why I like copper, and I, it's important that we brought it up today. We talked about Albemarle and how lithium, how the lithium companies have been ripping. Copper, for whatever reason, because of certain things going on in the world, the price of copper has fallen significantly over the past year. But I think moving forward, everyone, the industry insiders in the copper, the metals, the mining sector, they're saying the next looming, the next big shortage is copper. So now when we've seen the the price of copper, they're saying this is a temporary decrease, which from an investment standpoint, Mm. if you look at the charts, like the company we're talking about today, they're they're low. They're lower than they were a year ago. Whereas the lithium companies, you can see they're going up. Right. But the copper, it's we're maybe in this like short term lull where the price have come down before the real shortage comes. So I think it's mm. it's important. And maybe that short that that next leg up will occur once the lithium has been sorted out, right? And the nickel has been sorted out because then it means that we are going to go ahead with. The de- with the actual production of these vehicles because I'm wondering, would Elon or any of these other manufacturers, major car manufacturers, have to halt production due to the lack of having these? Or are they going to have to charge more per vehicle? Uh, you have to think that like it's going to happen. Right? You know, if you look at some of the projections, so uh, S&P Global forecasted <laughs> that copper needed for EVs, wind, solar, batteries, blah, 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 tripling by the middle of the next decade. Tripling. Mm. Um, another report forecasts that copper demand will nearly double to 50 million metric tons 
within 10 years. And by 2050, that will triple. So it's, it's, it's doubling, it's tripling, right. but the price is down right now. But it's kind of a domino effect. So the price is down right now, but once the shortages start to be realized again, the price of copper will rise. And then the companies that are mining copper will say, oh, we need to expand our mines. We need to build more mines, uh, you know, tap more deposits. Then the investment money flows in as the supply shortage comes, which in turn, in theory, will drive the stock price up. Mm. So that's why we're looking at Southern, Co- Southern Copper Corp. SCCO is the ticker. Um, it's one of the leading copper miners and producers from around the world, focused in Chile and South America. Uh, you look at the chart, it looks like it's in you know a lower zone. So I think it's, it's an important one to put in your watch list. Absolutely. So we've co- covered Southern Copper Corp, Abermall, and Canada Nickel Company. Yeah. Three that kind of take the boxes and everything that we're looking for. Uh, you know, looking at Elon's warning. And if you believe that electric vehicles... And we need to switch to a more sustainable energy sources in order to help the climate, then this might be the way forward. Yeah. You know, a couple of years ago, it was all about picking, you know, remember when we were really focused on electric vehicle stocks in particular, you know, obviously there's Tesla, there was Neo, there's a rival, there's yeah. whatever, there's a million electric vehicle stocks. EVgo and all like, yeah. it's very hard to pick the correct electric vehicle stock. We've talked about this before in some of our episodes. I think we can't, we're both in agreement that the leaders, the winners from the electric vehicle sector will be the status quo car companies. You know, like your BMW, your Audi, your For Honda, sure. your Toyota. But not to say that there is an investment opportunity in that sector because by looking at the ingredients, the minerals, the natural resources used to power this green revolution that we are starting to experience, I think that is where the opportunity is. And as retail investors, this stuff can kind of get lost in the weeds. You know, the sexy names are the, the Teslas, the Neos, the, the cars. Not a lot of people want to look at these penny nickel stocks <laughs> until it's too late, right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But that's what we do here on Beanstalk. We're always finding hidden gems. So check out some of these, you know, natural, natural uh, resource mining companies. Put them on your watch list and let's see if these shortages play out, right? Let us know in the comments, are you in favor of oil? Do you think that the, the world needs to stay on the cur- current path that we're on? Or does the world need EVs and a more sustainable solution, mm. uh, cleaner energy? Controversy. That's it. So make sure you guys tune to the next episode. Because that one is going to be a banger. All views expressed by speakers on the Bean Pod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on the Bean Pod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only.